Hey there, and welcome to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one loving page of Talmud every day. In Gitin 7, let me tell you, it pulls no punches because it kicks things off with a question everyone who has ever been a parent or a teacher or a little league coach or a boss or anyone in any position of any authority whatsoever has had to ask and answer. The perennial question that has occupied everyone from Napoleon to Elon Musk, namely, is it better to be feared or loved? Have a listen. Rabbi Abahu says, a person should never impose excessive fear upon the members of his household. This is helpful. We all get why it's a bad idea to be a tiny tyrant within your own home and terrorize the people you love and who love you. That's a no-brainer. But Rabbi Abahu's wisdom comes with a few strings attached that merit questioning. He says we shouldn't impose excessive fear, but is some fear okay? And does Judaism have an opinion on the fear versus love question? Of course it does. Because the question is actually central to our relationship with the ultimate boss, Hashem, God, creator of everything and anything and everyone. Judaism speaks often of Ahavat Hashem, or love of God, but just as often of Irat Hashem, or fear of God. And, let's be totally clear, both are central to our religious experience. King Solomon, only, you know, the wisest man of all time, reminds us in the book of Proverbs that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because only if you believe in the Almighty's awesome power, not only to heal and save and cure, but also to punish and smite, can you begin to have a real relationship with the divine and, in so doing, unlock all that is divine in yourself. Which, alas, is easier said than done. How do we go about finding the right balance between fear and love? As per usual, we go about it by consulting with Rambam, the all-wise Maimonides. Here's what he had to say on this matter. Anyone, Rambam wrote, who serves out of love and occupies himself with Torah and mitzvot and follows the ways of wisdom should not do so for any earthly reason or out of fear of the curses or to receive the blessings, but should fulfill the truth because it is the truth. Out of this, he will receive goodness. This level is a very high one, and not every wise person attains it. This is the level of Abraham the patriarch, whom God called his friend, for the reason that he served God solely out of love. This is a level which God commanded via Moses us to attain, as it is written, and you shall love the Lord your God. Once a person loves God appropriately, he will fulfill the commandments out of love. Wow. Read carefully between the lines. And you realize that while achieving this kind of love is difficult, you don't really need to do anything in particular to achieve it. This love is already innate in you. Think about it. When you're in kindergarten, right, and you meet a new kid for the first time, no one teaches you how to be a friend. The teacher doesn't walk over with a set of rules and instructions about sharing and caring. You know how to be a friend instinctively because being a friend, loving one another and caring for one another is what humans were born to do. 
It's how we survive. And life is just a process of getting better and better and better at the thing that we were always meant to do. The same is very much true of loving God. His commandments are many, and some are very complicated and hard to keep. But the path that leads us to Him is straight and narrow and short. And all we have to do is walk on down without too many complications and without too much fear. And if we learn how to do that when it comes to the Almighty, we'll have a better grasp on how to do that when it comes to other humans. We will understand that the question really is moot because it's never about fear and love in opposition. The fear that we feel is love. We feel fear because we care so very much, because we don't want the relationships that are most precious to us with God, sure, but also with our children or our spouse. We don't want these relationships to go sour. We don't want to lose any of their precious magic. So go ahead and be excessively loving to the members of your household and to everyone else. There's no better way to go through life. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts, and you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.